Welcome back to the Write a Book That Doesn't Suck, the only podcast recorded by an author walking her dog. I'm your host, Jamie Ingle of The Right Ingle, and my co-host, Ahsoka Tana, the hound dog. Today, I thought we could talk about plotting coincidence, because that's something I've never read before in a writing book, but I did include a chapter in my writing book um, called, guess what? It's called Write a Book That Doesn't Suck, shocker. Um, so have you ever had something happen in real life and you watch it happen and you go, oh my God, if I put that in a book, nobody would believe me. They would read it and think that was so far-fetched, but it really happened, right? Have you ever thought about somebody and then they call you or text you? Um, have you ever um, woken up thinking about something and then it happens in real life? I mean, coincidences like that happen all the time, right? You're five minutes late somewhere, and because of that, there's a trickle-down effect, whatever, butterfly effect, whatever you want to call it. There's something that happens in the universe that causes you to coincidentally do something, run into someone, experience something out of your control, right? It happens all the time. I mean, it's happened to everybody, whether you believe in um, something greater than yourself or not. It happens all the time. So the tricky part is, as a writer, if we're supposed to emulate and mimic the real world, then shouldn't we have some plotted coincidences in our books? But then the question begs, how do you plot something that is, by nature, completely coincidental? How do you make that coincidence occur? It's very tricky. So... The first thing I want you to think about are stories and and books where you've seen it happen before. Um, Then I want you to think about real life experiences. And I think you should start taking notes on those real life experiences to map out the process. Our brains are wired to automatically connect dots. It's how we make sense of the world. And that is a psychological fact you can look up on your Google. It'll tell you the same thing. We want the world to make sense. And that's why we write, guys. Because it's the only time in our entire existence where we get to make sense of the world and wrap it all up neatly in a bow in the end. That's why people read, too. Because they want that feeling to come off the pages. So... If you're going to plot a coincidence, the first thing you need to remember is you have to have all of the elements already set up and then you just bring them together. You want to make sure that if someone is going to run into an old friend, just like in real life, you have to set that up in advance so that when they get to that point, they already had been thinking about that person. You, it's kind of like Band-Aid magic. You don't want them to just show up and be like, oh my God, I was thinking about you. Because then it's like, no, you probably weren't. You're just saying that. Um, here's a silly example, but one that I think works when I teach in, um, in my classes, my library classes and conferences. You have this person who their mother gives them a hammer to keep in their car. And they think it's the dumbest thing in the world because why would I ever need a hammer? But mom says, 
if you ever go over the side of a bridge into a, into a lake or river, you'll be really glad that you have that hammer in your car so you can break the glass. Okay, I may or may not be basing this off of a real life experience. I am not going to say either way. So your character has this hammer in their car, right? And then they show up at this crazy abandoned house because they're looking for somebody. I don't know. I write in fantasy, so I'm always going to go with the horror slash fantasy slash sci-fi element. So say they show up at this crazy haunted house and their little brother's gone missing. Well, guess who needs a hammer in that crazy haunted house and who happens to already have one because of some weird coincidence, right? It's already been plotted. Harry Potter, do you remember that kid? He was trying to get into the restricted library. Do you remember that? And there was no way that him and his friends could get into the restricted library. Then all of a sudden, a Christmas gift arrived. Do you remember that? That cloak, that invisibility cloak? It enabled Harry to sneak in to the library, to the restricted section, and get the book that they were looking for. Now, when that happened, it felt like a coincidence, didn't it? It felt like perfect timing. It did not feel like it was pushed, far-fetched, unbelievable. It felt like real life. It felt like Harry needed something and it showed itself. And it was completely unrelated. It just happened to be a gift from somebody Harry knew. And he happened to need it, right? That's plotting great coincidence. Because as a reader, we felt just as elated as Harry when he opened that box and realized that now he could in fact get into the library and get the book he needed from the restricted section. When you're looking at your work, you want to make sure you're setting up those moments in advance for the time when they are needed so that it doesn't feel like you're just handing it to your character. Like the character in my first example with the hammer. If she showed up at her ex's house to get her kid and he attacked her, wasn't she grateful in that moment that she has that stupid hammer in her car to protect herself? You know what I mean? Like, I know I said it was a haunted house. I know I said it was her brother, but I just changed it. Okay, that's because I'm a writer and I get to change things on the fly. Pre-edits. So (laughs) what, what I want you guys to think about, where in your story... Could you take something that's happened and turn it into a beautiful coincidence that your reader may or may not see coming? There's nothing wrong with your reader seeing it coming either. In my book, Dreadlands, the very first scene, the boy and his father are hunting and he kills a deer. And in that moment, I knew the deer was a mirror image of his mother. And I know this is different, but... I'm talking about the plotting here. I knew in that moment, and it was okay if the reader figured it out too, because I made it a bigger moment once I realized I I was plotting a coincidence. I was plotting a foreshadow, right? What What I want you guys to do is look at your work. I want you to go back through. I want you to find places where you've set things up already that you could reveal as a coincidence 
in such a way that if you just added something in earlier or just made a comment about something prior to that chapter, that it would feel like a beautiful, organic coincidence to your reader. And then tell me all about it in the notes. Guys, that's it for today. I hope you learned something. I hope you like this podcast and subscribe and follow and share it. And check out all the other podcasts on the Space Coast Podcast Network because they're awesome. You are welcome to join our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash write a book that doesn't suck. We would love to have you. We talk about all kinds of things, writing. We share ideas and events and our books, of course, to try and grow as a community so that we can all write books that don't suck because that's our goal. And I also would love to know what you want to know. Please drop comments. What do you want to learn about? I am here to help you. I already know all of this stuff. So I'm sharing what I know, but I would rather share what you want to know. Thanks so much for hanging out. And until next time, guys, happy writing.